This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report. It is the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. I'm Sean Kelly. Greetings today from New Orleans, where tonight the Pelicans get set to begin a four-game homestand, the last home game, homestand, rather, of the season, and it begins with the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about the Pelicans' homestand, what transpired most recently over the three-game road trip here shortly with our own David Wesley, the Fox Sports New Orleans analyst and former player, uh, is here for his Wesley Wednesday visit. And we're pleased to have David today. David, of course, speaking about a road trip that saw a big win on Sunday, but yet a weekend in all that may have the Pelicans truly now on the outside looking in. You know, it's, it's clear. They have to win them all. You know, Dallas uh, just comes off a tough loss against OKC, another triple-double by Russell Westbrook, and a game they must win. They get in kind of late on Tuesday, and so they have to rev it up and be ready to go tonight and, and play well. Plenty more from David Wesley coming up. And again, including, of course, some thoughts about this homestand that starts tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Both the Mavericks and the Pelicans basically are in a, an elimination situation here. Uh, that's one thing that makes this game so attractive tonight. Basically, the whole homestand is attractive. But here tonight, the Pelicans and the Mavericks both must win tonight to stay alive in any semblance of a chase now for the eighth seed in the Western Conference. The rest of the games in the homestand, they all have something spicy for you. Of course, on Friday night, the Pelicans host the Sacramento Kings, and the Kings will be facing their old friend DeMarcus Cousins for the first time, while the Pelicans will play against Buddy Heald for the first time here in the Oklahoma Sooners rookie NBA season. Then on Sunday, the big game against the Denver Nuggets. The Pelicans just blasted the Nuggets in Denver this past Sunday. Both those teams right now still uh, in the hunt for the eighth spot, and so that game goes a long way towards uh, what the final picture will look like in the Western Conference. And then the homestand wraps up with the Chicago Bulls, who are in a race of their own in the Eastern Conference. And the Bulls have been a mis- bit of a mystery team this season. Uh, certainly will bring plenty of uh, good, juicy storylines into that home finale for the New Orleans Pelicans. On the football side today, we are pleased to have Saints head coach Sean Payton. Our own John DeShazer caught up with Coach Payton uh, yesterday in Arizona. The owners' meetings are now underway in, of course, uh, the Phoenix Scottsdale area. And Coach Payton, I think, will meet with the media today. But we get the jump on it thanks to John DeShazer and our good friends at NewOrleansSaints.com. There are a few positions that are stronger. I think it's a good running back draft. I think uh, corner and safety uh, we feel like are strong. Um, and there's a, a group of defensive linemen and pressure players at end. So... You know, hopefully as we head into our final draft board readings here in the next month, uh, we'll be in position when the draft begins to uh, to help our team in a number of ways. So two great guests for you today on this Wednesday. Saints head coach Sean Payton here in just a moment. And then Pelicans talk with our own David Wesley. Stay with us. The future is bright for your new Orleans Pelicans with the addition of all-star DeMarcus Cousins along with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. The time is now to become a Pelican season ticket holder. Those locking in their seats by Friday, March 31st will take advantage of the price freeze and also receive a food and beverage gift card worth up to $600. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today and win the night. 
We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. The NFL owners meetings continue in Phoenix this week. Our own John DeShazer is there for NewOrleansSaints.com. And we're so pleased to have John today with us with his interview of head coach Sean Payton, taped yesterday out west. Well, Coach, first off, we'll ask you about the Brandon Cooks trade. Um, how do you feel like it came out from the Saints' perspective in terms of being able to help yourselves defensively? Well, I think twofold. Um, it's always challenging when you have a player as good as Brandon. Uh, we look closely at uh, our options in the offseason. This is a way for us to really help with two picks. Obviously, the first round pick uh, that we acquired from New England and then the third round pick. Um, we think it's a good draft defensively. Uh, I think certainly time is going to tell over two to three years you know, how we were able to utilize uh, you know, those picks and hopefully position them into acquiring players that can help our team. As you mentioned, a, a draft this deep, does it particularly uh, sustain that way, I guess, in the secondary, which is where I think a lot of people have targeted you guys might maybe needing help, and also along the defensive front where you want to get that impact rusher? Yeah, there are a few positions that are stronger. I think it's a good running back draft. I think uh, corner and safety uh, we feel like are strong. Um, and there's a, a group of defensive linemen and pressure players at end. So, you know, hopefully as we head into our final draft board readings here in the next month, uh, we'll be in position when the draft begins to uh, to help our team in a number of ways. Now there's been contact between the team and Malcolm Butler, the cornerback, uh, restricted free agent from New England. Uh, just talk about that contact and what was hoped to be accomplished there. Well, the the, the two things that take place, we have a chance to visit a player uh, who's basically a restricted free agent. And, you know, we could sign him to an offer sheet and give up, you know, our 11th pick of the draft. I think the most important thing for us was getting to know this player a little bit. We practiced with the Patriots. I think we've got a pretty good handle on, you know, his skill set that we see on film and we see at practice. But this was uh, a little bit more of a personal visit. And, uh, you know, as much as we can, trying to gather all the information to arrive at the best decision. Is that along the lines of what you're doing with draft picks? Which you do uh, potential draft picks every year. You bring guys in, interview them after yeah. the combine and after the uh, senior bowl. It would be similar. Um, we're allowed 30 on-campus visits. So that process begins this week, actually, where we'll have players coming in uh, that are draft eligible. Maybe there's some questions that we still have. Maybe we didn't get to interview them at the combine. Um, we'll spend time with them on football. And really try to gather as much information while they're on campus in New Orleans. Uh, that's an important part of the process. Now, there's also been, I guess, the talk about uh, a potential relationship or, you know, whether official or non-official between yourself and Johnny Manziel, the quarter, quarterback, former quarterback, who might be trying to work his way back into the league. Is there anything there, I guess, in terms of a, a player relationship or a mentoring relationship? Well, I, I think that is a little different. Um, I, I wasn't – involved in the draft process in 2012, the year he came out. And so I, I met him and had breakfast at the Super Bowl. I was curious really to, to, uh, 
to get to know him some. Um, he's got a number of things that he's working to do uh, to make himself available. Um, I don't know. I certainly would say that uh, for us, it was really just a chance for me to visit with him. Um, and that would be in a much different uh, phase than Malcolm Butler or some of the things we're discussing as, as we approach the draft. Um, it was the first time I met him. And, and look, we spent some time just kind of going through his story. You guys have brought in some pretty significant free agents, uh, Ted Ginn Jr., um, Larry Warford, uh, A.J. Klein. Uh, just your thoughts on bringing in some of those guys and where they might be able to help? Well, all of, all of them with the idea that we've got a pretty good vision as to what we think their strengths and weaknesses are. Of course, with A.J. and Ted, those guys have been in our division. We've seen them twice a year. Um, and then, you know, with a few of the other players, you know, having Fairley come back, Warford's a player we studied. Joe Lombardi was with them in Detroit. Manti Teo is a player that uh, we're familiar with, uh, but all with the idea that they can help our team in 2017 get better. All right, Coach, thank you very much. John, thank you very much. We'll look forward to seeing you, of course, uh, back on the Pelicans broadcast on Friday night when the Pelicans take on the Sacramento Kings. Speaking of the Pelicans, we'll have our conversation with David Wesley here on a Wesley Wednesday at the Black and Blue Report in just a moment. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Are you ready for a new challenge? Set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with over 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce cup, and sip your way to your goal weight. With flavors like pineapple mango, strawberry blueberry, dark chocolate banana, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goal. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take the challenge as part of a low-calorie diet and daily exercise program. Weight loss depends on individual needs. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Guess what day it is? Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. We'll pick up a little steam here on the Black and Blue Report and welcome in David Wesley for his Wesley Wednesday visit. We've only got a couple more left. We're winding down. Eight games left. David, the final homestand of the season begins tonight when Dallas gets here and it's 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 crunch time. I'm not so sure after the one and two road trip over the weekend. 
that the Pelicans are in good standing. They did get an important win over Denver, but unfortunately dropped that last game against Utah on Monday night. You know, I really thought uh, they, they had an opportunity. They got back, they took the lead, uh, and you were just hoping that they were going to finish strong. Uh, the offense was not clicking consistently all night. It, it, it got going at times. That, like I said, they got back in the game and, and couldn't finish. And to go one and two on that road trip is, is it, it, you know, they already had a big uphill to climb. That just makes it really steep because, in my opinion, they got to finish perfect from here. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're going to have to sweep at least the four-game homestand to start. That's a lot to ask for. We'll talk about the four games coming up. Just another thought or two about the weekend past. Back it up to Sunday. What did you see in Denver that um, that had all of us so excited? I guess you know, I I just I just thought they played with a with a lot of energy. Um, You know, the defense was good. I mean, a team that's scoring up you know 115, 120 points. You you hold them down uh, to less than 100, then you're, you're doing the job on the defensive end because your energy is good. And then, of course, your offense was, was scoring points and, and doing everything it needed to do. Um, and the fact that you got such a big lead, you blew them out. Your starters played about 20, high 20s, 27, 28 minutes in a game. You're thinking, okay, energy preserved. I know it's a flight. I know it's, you know, a back-to-back. But you have enough to go in there and, and possibly beat a Utah team without – their guy, Gordon Hayward, no they doubt. Didn't get it done. Yeah, they didn't get it done. And I thought, I thought when the news came down that Hayward was out, Alec Burks was out, Derek Favors was out. I thought, boy, there are so many times you've come into this building, and you're up against it from the jump, and maybe you're finally living right. But so you man, say there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then a guy like Joe Ingles hit some big shots. I'll, I'll say this: I know you mentioned the fact that after they grabbed that lead in the third, Utah went on like a 17-4 run. Give them credit. Joe Ingles, Joe Johnson, I think Rodney Hood, they hit some pretty wicked shots down the stretch to really cement their win. Well, you know, that's that's the that's the fun of this game. And 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 down the stretch, sometimes it's not always the guy that hits those shots. Sometimes it's just guys being pros, guys that's been there, done that. Uh, and sometimes they get it going at the same time. And, and that's how – you win big games, and that's how you lose big games. Is is when you get a group of guys that come down, get open shots, and 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 make all of them, yeah. or hit the really tough shots. And they, all those shots that you were just talking about, all those guys you named, all those were guarded, guarded well, and except for the first one for Ingles, then the second one he just made, and then the, I mean, they were guarded shots, and 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 they went out and got that win down the stretch and. Uh, I think it. I think it just it makes it tough for the Pelicans now. Um, you know, with Dallas coming in here tonight to, 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 you know, hopefully they're thinking. You know, let's keep building. Let's keep doing things, building for next year. But, you know, I think playoffs might be uh, a tough, tough stretch. Yeah, I, I agree. David Wesley here with us, analyst for Fox Sports and Fox Sports New Orleans. David, help me with one of the grand mysteries of this month surrounding the Pelicans. Here. On Sunday this past, I thought without Cousins, the Pelicans would be okay against a team like Denver and the way they play. And sure enough, everything went swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Then on Monday, the Pelicans lose to the Jazz, and I felt I felt after the game, they gosh, cousins. cousins would have helped here. So 
I, I can't I can't figure it out at this point. I I know what my brain tells me and everything else, but yet there's these the mysteries that I I guess I refer to them. And that's a tough one. You know, we've we've talked about this this team uh, obviously all year, and and the things that they've struggled with: closing games, uh, finishing down the stretch. Uh, the Houston game again, right there, uh, couldn't finish down the stretch. Um, Denver, they go out and just seem like they just take it to them, no question. All right, this is our game. We're we're all done. And then again, they have an opportunity when they you know, make a great comeback, not necessarily playing their best or Utah's playing better. Either way, they come back, they, they, they get a lead, and then it was almost like they exhaled. And they've done that from time to time all year. They've exhaled, and and all of a sudden they couldn't score, couldn't get stops. Um, and, and certainly Cousins – might have brought some energy, might have brought some playmaking ability to where he could go in and score and, and do those things. And, yes, he definitely probably helps in that game, um, which you wouldn't think because they played so well without him in the game before. So um, who knows? I mean, this team is, is quite a mystery. And, um, and and I kept saying, you know, after they won some games before the this road trip, I was thinking – you know, watch them get right there to the end <laughs> and lose in a tiebreak or so, something like that where they play really well, finish strong, give themselves, you know, their best opportunity. And then, of course, if they finish in a tie, then you go back and you look at all the games that should have been won or should have been played different or whatever, and uh, they come up short. David Wesley with us. Um, you played with some really good guards over your career. Point guard Tim Frazier just had a seven-game stretch with 41 assists to two turnovers. Does that stack up pretty well with the guys you played with along the way? You know what? I didn't actually play with him, and, and it, it, but it does go along the lines with – I would like to check and see if Muggsy ever did it because he was one of those high assist, low turnover guys. I don't, I don't know if he would ever have gone on a run like that. That's impressive. Yeah. That, is, that is one of the most impressive stats um, of the year because – you know, especially because, you know, his minutes are, you know, 25 to 30, you know, every night. So, um, you know, he's taking care of the ball extremely well. And, you know, I and again, I've said this before. I root for guys like Tim Frazier, you know, D-League, in the league, out the league, fight, fight, fight. And every time you call his number, he seems to come in and just do what he's supposed to do. He's done a marvelous job down this stretch. Anthony Davis, I think, just had four straight games where he had at least 30 points, 15 rebounds. That certainly caught my eye. You know what turned my head over the weekend? Davis exceeded uh, 69 games played, I guess, this season. Most games he's played in any season now in his career. Is that of significance at this point? Does it say something about him and and where he's going? Well, I I certainly think so. I I think uh, he... Any guy, to me, worth his weight wants to be out there unavailable. Uh, sure, if he sits six games, if he six seven games, he was available. And I think being available for your team is important. And his mentality, the injuries he's played through, the Nixon bruises he's played through, I think it's a plus for the Pelicans moving forward, for Anthony Davis' psyche moving forward. It's all important. 
and um, it, it's nice to see him finally, you know, get over that threshold, and hopefully over these last eight games, he, he can finish strong, go into the summer healthy, not rehabbing or, or you know, doing any of those things, and 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 come back ready for the next season, strong, and whatever summer workout he does, ready to play next year. As best you can, set up the homestand. Four to go here at home. They'll all come one right after the other, starting with Dallas tonight, Sacramento Friday, Denver's back, and then the Bulls. Well, um, you know, it's, it's clear. They have to win them all. Uh, again, um, who's first? Uh, Dallas. Dallas tonight. Uh, you know, Dallas uh, just comes off a tough loss against OKC, another triple-double by Russell Westbrook, and um, a game they must win. Um, you know, they, they, they get in. Kind of late, uh, get in late on Tuesday, and so they have to rev it up and be ready to go tonight and and play well. So, um, if they want a chance, if they have a chance, they have to start with game one, Chicago. I mean, game one, Dallas tonight, Dallas, yep. and then Sacramento Friday. Sacramento, uh, I'm sure Cousins is looking <laughs> forward to. That game, mm-hmm, uh, yes. that which should be some fun. Uh, we'll get to see Buddy Hield and uh, Tyreek Evans and uh, Langston. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, again, a, a team that's probably you know they're just playing spoiler if if they're even still trying to win. Um, and then the third game is Chicago. Um, oh shoot! I just had the order in my head. Oh, Denver. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, hello. Yeah, well, they're going to want some payback. They're yep. still uh, fighting for their playoff lives. If they're still fighting by then, they have a tough road trip um, that they have to go through before they even get here with Miami and Charlotte. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, those are the games that we had marked, the Denver three games. Uh, they took care of one, but they needed to get another one on that road trip. And then Chicago. Um who in the world knows what's going on with Chicago? I I can't wait to see what shows up here uh, in, in New Orleans uh, when it comes to Chicago. I, you know, I know they're right there, but I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah, Fred Hoiberg is in the same boat you are, by the yeah. way. Um, two quick notes before we uh, wrap up on the Wednesday here. Interestingly enough, Dallas here here tonight. They're going to have their first losing season since ninety nine two thousand. Let that sink in just for a moment. Thought comment? No, that's 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 something, and and you know Rick Carlisle, good coach, um, works hard, and you know they may go through this for a couple of years depending on what Dirk does. You know Dirk stays another year. You know what do they put? Where do they go get help from? Right. So um, this could be their down couple of years in the rebuild kind of time for them. And one last note, as of. After Monday night's action, of course, I don't think Tuesday will have any bearing on this, but the team that gave you your first chance, the Boston Celtics. Oh, wait, is that right? No, Jersey. Jersey. Yes, but then you did find yourself in Boston. Yeah, Yeah. Boston really gave me my first chance, though. Yeah. They jumped to the top of the Eastern Conference standings on Monday night. There is actually some drama in the East. There is, and to me the drama is, and I, and I I don't think that makes Boston necessarily the favorite but there's a chink in the armor when it comes to that team called Cleveland. 
another team I played for, they didn't look very good. And San Antonio put a whooping on a Monday, and um, there's got to be some concern there. There's got to be some, some concern. Absolutely. David Wesley. Good Wesley Wednesday visit, my friend. Yeah, thanks a lot. I enjoyed it. Yep. Next week we'll be, uh, we'll be able to really kind of talk about how the playoff seating is all stacking up. Whether the Pelicans are involved or not, it's a worthy conversation one week from now, and who knows what the way things are, are shaking out here. We'll take a break. We'll continue after this. It's family night. You take the wife and kids to a new hibachi restaurant. The flames go up. Your wife's eyebrows get singed off. And Junior leaves with a black eye, thanks to a projectile shrimp. But it doesn't have to be this way. Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans, facing off against the Chicago Bulls Sunday, April 2nd, with free mini basketballs for the first 3,000 kids. Visit pelicans.com for tickets and win the night. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, if you ask me, Saints and Pelicans fans, that's a Wednesday well spent. Two good conversations today. Thanks again to David Wesley, not only just for today, but for stopping by each and every Wednesday all season long. We'll hear from David again next week before the Pelicans embark on their final road trip. And John DeShazer, boy, he's been hustling a lot lately, and I'm glad that he was able to head, uh, catch up with head coach Sean Payton, kind enough to visit with NewOrleansSaints.com yesterday tomorrow on the black and blue report daniel salerson's your host we'll be talking about the pelicans and mavericks game daniel will also be previewing the alvin gentry show and uh we'll uh, talk to um, i think one of the newest saints free agents as well could be a familiar face when i say new free agent that just means he signed a newly minted free agent contract as we've seen the saints have been able to bring back some of their players that they felt strongly about from last season That'll do it for us. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly, and we'll see you next time right here on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.